Hey guys, welcome to Kavi Vishnu, Kavi Aditya. I'm Aditya. I'm Vishnu. And today we're going to be talking about Kumbalangi Nights. It's a Malayalam film. I think this is our first episode on a Malayalam film. Uh, so Kumbalangi Nights was uh, directed by Madhu C. Narayan, and it had and it stars um, Shane Nigam, Selvin Shahir, uh, Fad Fossil, Srinath Basi, uh, Anna Ben, and Matthew Matthew Thomas, and um, this is basically it's a it's a family drama about four brothers living in a fishing village in uh, Kerala, and uh, their whole family dynamic and their like strained relationships and um, certain other like romantic relationships that are that are fostered um, uh, among the brothers. So, um, just to begin with, I personally think this is one of the best movies I've seen in a while. Um, if you're if you're not a fan of Malayalam cinema you definitely should be because in my opinion they're one of the best industries in India right now just in terms of pure content and performances um a lot of the movies uh in Malayalam cinema I think on average like they're relatively like lower budget but there's a huge emphasis on the actual performances and on the actual story there writers uh, in particular are given a lot of um uh, power there and producers can put trust into good writers uh, so Malayalam cinema as a whole is doing really well and this movie specifically is one of the best Malayalam films that, uh, that I've seen so um, I just watched this recently um, Vishnu also just watched it recently and we both loved it so uh, we want to talk uh, freely during this podcast so uh, we both definitely recommend that you go check it out and then uh, come back to to see what we thought um definitely recommend definitely recommend this one it's a it's a great movie one of the best that we've reviewed so far so um yeah hopefully you enjoy it yeah I, it's on it's on amazon prime um and it's it's yeah two and a half hours long so not the worst but it's just a really interesting experience and i think uh i think it's definitely worth uh worth checking out even though if it might be something outside of your comfort zone, I think you'll definitely enjoy it um, if you give it a chance. Yeah. So that being said, let's just dive into things we liked about it. So first I wanted to talk about uh, some of the more technical aspects because those are a little easier to talk about just because this is a really layered film in terms of the actual story and the characters. Um, so just in, in terms of, I just want to talk about the technical aspects just to get over with because they're all really well done. Like the cinematography, the production design, the setting, the music, uh, it's, it's all really well done. Yeah. Um, yeah. First and foremost, I think one thing that stood out to me was the, um, the beauty of the setting. I think I, I've like been through Kerala with my family and uh, it's a gorgeous place, but I think this movie really um, showed it in a way that it was almost like a character of its own, you know, um, the, yeah, the places, the islands, the, the places, the vacation areas, like where those boys were playing soccer, the fishing, it was all really, really cool. And I yeah, think uh, they, they did a good job of like making the town just feel really lived in. I, right. was, I was actually reading some like trivia about it. Like apparently the, the house that they lived in, in the movie, like to make it feel lived in, they, they bought like new uh, supplies and then traded with like actual people who live there for like older looking supplies wow. so that the, the house would yeah. look more lived in. So the production design team uh, mm -hmm. 
gave a lot of attention to detail. The other thing is like, so of course this movie is called Kumalangi Nights and I think they did a good job of portraying that nighttime really beautifully. Like mm. for me specifically, one scene that just like the imagery itself that stood out. Oh, it's the water um, scene, right? Yeah, the water scene. So like one of yep. the characters, he 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 starts dating this girl, um, uh, like an American girl who's like there as a tourist. And there's bioluminescent water there. So there's like a certain type of algae or something in the water so that when you like move around and it starts glowing and it's this beautiful scene. Um, and I, again, I was reading about it and apparently like they, they actually like grew that like for 15 days or something. Wow. I was going to say, how do they, how do they do that? Was that like after post-production or something? But that's, yeah, that's no, cool no, that it's like that. real. They spent, they, they spent like 10 or 15 days uh, growing the extra actual algae, like in wow. that area of the water so that uh, it would look great on oh, camera. Man. So yeah, I thought, I thought that was really cool. Like the, the mm-hmm. production design team like easily deserves uh, a lot of credit for just adding, adding character and, uh i guess like adding like honestly the the setting itself adds like this whole mood to the movie as well. right i think the the setting and the another thing i noticed was the color palette the uh the colors were pretty saturated and i think it just made the whole place seem very vibrant i think uh you know with certain movies you'll get a colder uh color palette and other you'll get like a warmer like a wes anderson super warm uh, yeah, yeah, yeah comforting palette this one was um I don't know if it was, I don't think cold or warm is the right, you know, terms to use for uh, this movie. It was just very vibrant and like alive. And even the, um, even the dark scenes, I never felt like I was straining to see what was going on. I think they used the lighting very deliberately where they would uh, focus on things that they wanted you to direct their attention to like the the director and cinematographer. So I thought that was really well done. And I never really um, struggled with like what's going on in the dark either. Because there are, like, a couple important dark scenes. Or scenes yeah, like definitely. Which is, like, it leads me to the point. So, like, this, the the, the guy who directed this, um, Madhu Sinaran, this is his first movie, which is, like, kind of insane to me. Because, like, this is, again, one of the best movies that I've seen in a long time. Like, to have your debut film be this good, like, means you're, you've, uh, you have to be, like, super talented. And I think, so, uh, again, we're going to talk about the story later. But the story itself, to me, is so good that... Um, I think it's even more impressive that the director was able to make his his mark through the visual treatment of the movie um, and showing it in such a unique and, and, and beautiful way. Because you could have the story um, and it would still be, I don't know, like I guess, a, a, like it would still be a pretty good movie just because the story is really good. If you had the same actors, like the performances w- would be really good. But I think, again, like the, the production design team and the director, like working with them, uh, to create the setting, which, like you said, is really another character itself, like in the movie, um, yep. the the culture, um, the uh, yeah, basically like the culture of the of the city, the culture of like Kerala itself, like really, really adds a lot of character um, uh, to to the movie. Yeah, um, and then I think uh, another thing that stood out to me was the music. Oh, the, the music was beautiful. Yeah, yeah the I've soundtrack been, like, humming, was phenomenal. Yeah, I've been humming some of the songs like in my head for like the last couple of days. Like since I, I saw it, I, and I think more than that, it's not just the music was 
the music itself was like catchy or it know, adds somber. to the movie as well like music's used very deliberately in the that's movie what i meant there. yeah it's used very deliberately it's, the themes are very clear like um i forget her name but the uh the western girl who bonnie starts dating um she's yeah. humming the theme song and you don't even like un- you don't even realize that it's the same song as in the background yeah, i yeah, thought that yeah, was yeah. really really well done also there were a few western songs in there too like english english songs um and i thought that was that was pretty interesting um so it was i think um i think it's just cool because this whole movie takes place in a very like um you know almost like a rural fishing like not the wealthiest or urban village in kerala yet it it's it reminds us that it's still modern you know everyone's got cell phones they have like this really interesting looking speaker that the characters use and there are uh, visitors there foreigners there so it kind of that's like it's anchor back to um us who are watching it in you know whatever like you know in in the present day and we can kind of still see like modern touches even though the setting and everything else there you know they use boats to get around um in the area so it was just a really cool kind of juxtaposition between being uh being in a really isolated old school fishing village versus yeah and i think i think that's like a a big part of like i guess like kerala and to some extent like indian um culture right now is is like like even like 10 or 15 years ago like not a lot of people had um internet access or like even a lot of just like modern amenities and I think um, this this movie did a good job of showing like how those two things are starting to, like mixed together because like um, Kerala Kerala is starting to do really well as like a tourist destination and they show that here like um, even like for like foreign people are coming to to visit Kerala and see like I think uh, the Anna Ben's character like she was a tour guide or something and she was saying yeah, yeah she was a tour guide uh, doing yeah she was saying like Kumbalangi is like one of the um, uh, is like a one of the first like ecological fish fishing villages in Kerala or, or something yeah, like that. Yep. I forget what she said. Like so yeah, so uh, it 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 does a good job of like basically capturing the 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 pulse. I guess that might be the right word. The pulse of of uh, I guess the modernization and um, of just the way that the the place is is developing. Yeah, I think. Um... It's interesting because, you know, some of the characters are pretty modern, um, you know, as I think I forget, I think it's baby. Um, she's a pretty modern girl who's like, if I one, I remember one line directly. She's like, if I wanted an arranged marriage, like I would have gotten gone for an arranged marriage. But there's like a yeah, reason yeah, going also, for you. But also, in her same family, like her sister is very submissive to her husband they're old fashioned in that sense as well. And they're like, Oh, if he's not, if he's a Christian, you shouldn't marry him. Things yeah, like that. I was about to say there's like an inter uh, faith marriage, I guess, which is like not yeah. traditional really like in India, but like, like you said, like they're, they, they themselves are becoming uh, modern and like they show a good job of, of that in the movie. And there's sort of a, there's sort of a dichotomy there between like a character like baby and like Shami, like Shami is a little more, um, set in his ways like I like his character doesn't really budge yeah uh, on a lot of things like he's very set in his ways whereas like the other characters are a lot more um, open to this kind of change and open to 
I think both like this kind of modernization, but I also think that change also sorts of reflects in, into their own personalities. Like they right. themselves are like very liberal and open to open to change and things like that. Yeah, I think uh, good thing you brought up Shummy because I think it's a great segue into characters. Honestly, I thought Fahad Fossil and Saji's, uh, uh, like the actor playing Saji. Shobin Shakir, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think those two were the they standouts. They killed it. Oh my god, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Especially Fahad Fossil, like Fahad throughout Fossil. the throughout the movie, I was like, all right, this dude's just like kind of off, but I assumed like. He's just a really staunch, like, family man who, you know, is really set in his ways. But then by the end, you're like, holy shit, like, this guy is, like, fucking insane. Yeah, I really, first of all, like, just as an actor himself, I really applaud him for the role. Because one, okay, he, like, killed it as his performance, right? Yeah. Uh, But the other thing is, like, we we talked about this a little bit in, like, the last podcast when we were talking about, like, nepotism and things like that. Fahad Fossil, I think... Um, like I think in the last podcast we just touched on like how Malayalam cinema again is like doing a lot better than some other industries like so Fad Fossil is is one of the most famous actors in Kerala right now he's he's a leading man Um, he's very like sellable uh, hero I guess like for a producer or something like that so I really applaud him for taking a role like this because not many other like actors who normally play like uh, protagonists would take the role of an antagonist like this and especially such a I guess like despicable antagonists like this. So I really applaud him for just taking the role in the first place. Yeah. And then, and then second, like of course, like he he again like killed it as this role. So the, so the thing about like Shami is I think, um, in my per- interpretation of the film, he basically represents uh, how toxic max- masculinity is like pervasive through society, and um, and I think the movie is almost sort of. Uh, like I guess mocking of it especially which I think is especially highlighted by the ending because the ending specifically is very tonally different from the rest of the movie I, th- I actually think it's kind of funny because they start playing like horror movie music and stuff like <laughs> yeah. some of the some of the music that was playing reminded me of The Shining actually oh yeah like, I think like break it- He's like yeah. breaking down the door and like in the same way like that happened in The Shining right? so it was, for me it was exactly The Shining and then Us you know, uh, the uh, Jordan Peele movie? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Uh, like, the, like, the little, like, piano keys. That shit, like, yeah. I was watching it yeah. last night in bed at, like, 1 a.m. or something, and it, it just scared me so much. Which, uh, which like, it came out of nowhere low-key in the movie, because, yeah. like, until then, it's, like, this nice, it's, like, this family, family drama, thing where, like, like these really brothers good. are making amends. Yeah, and then in the end, it turns into, like, basically this horror movie. But I love that, because yeah, for me, it, came out it of was nowhere. basically for me it was basically like so Fad Fossil's character right is like a representation of uh toxic masculinity but I think his character is more than just like the one person I think he's meant to represent like the system of toxic masculinity and, uh, and like the patriarchal system in general and I think the end showing it as a horror movie sort of mocks um like mocks that whole system at like in portraying it as almost this like sort of cartoonish kind of thing like like how how can such a despicable thing like even exist you know what i mean like you only see it in movies and i think the the movie like presenting it like that because they could have done a similar scene where they could have had like really emotional music and he's like yelling at them or something like that but the but the the choice to edit it like that and include that music and um use certain choices in the performances and the way it's picturized as like a horror movie i think does a really good job of mocking that whole institution and sort of t- asking us as the audience to step back and 
take a look at uh, our society and maybe even ourselves and see, oh, am I actually like contributing to this? Uh, because before the ending, right? Like Fad Fossil, like you said, like he's just a little bit off, but you can always tell that there's always some sort of aggression in his voice, especially towards characters like uh, Saji, like Sobin Shire's mm-hmm. character. Yeah. Because Saji's character is a lot more feminine than um, Fad Fossil's character. Uh, in, 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 ter- in terms of so Fad Fossil is like the stereotypical guy like super super manly like he he uh, uh, takes care of the um, like he takes care of the family like allows them to live in this like nice house uh, and things like that whereas and, and like he doesn't like show emotion a lot and things like that whereas Saji is a lot more emotional he uh, he doesn't do as good a job of like taking care of the family whereas like that's usually like the uh um like quote unquote the man's role in society um so i think he 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 brings a largely like feminine uh energy to his or like stereotypically feminine energy to his uh, male ca- character, and I think that that itself, like Shami and Saji, are both sort of a, a dichotomy of both sides of <clears throat> of the system, and how it's okay and maybe even encouraged to be to allow yourself to be emotional and things like that. Because the other thing is, uh, Saj. The other thing is, like, I think there's also a theme of like mental illness in this, because like one in the end when Fad Fossil is going like freaking crazy, right? Um, when um, was it i think bobby was untying the girls uh, who were like trapped under the bed they they were yelling call the police like he's very sick right mm-hmm. and so they're not saying like oh he's like a murderer like they're saying like he's he's ill like he's mentally ill right but again i think uh, like there's a stigma against um getting treatment for mental illness and i think that also might come from that whole like masculinity thing like um, the stereotypical male role like doesn't want to admit any fault and wants to take control of their own life. Whereas Saji himself, like he goes and sees a psychiatrist and he's better off because of it. Yeah. Where, but but like a lot of people and especially like Shami, a, a guy like Shami may look down down upon someone uh, for getting help, even even though that Shami himself could probably benefit from from that sort of help himself. Yeah, that's that's interesting. I never thought of, um, yeah, I never thought of Sh- Saji to be considered as like the feminine side. I just thought, for I me, think when compared to Shami, like I think there's a dichotomy there. I mean, there's yeah. So there are definitely two kind of opposites. They're each the head of their respective households. Um, you know, Saji is kind of the head of this household of unruly guys who, you know, most of them are unemployed and they live in like the worst part of town and, you know, they're barely getting by. Well, Saji like has a job, has a nice house, um, you know, has, you know, the tourist kind of outhouse has, you know, both of his, his wife and and sister-in-law are both working. Like it's almost that it's a dichotomy in that sense. But from what I saw was that um, it's, it wasn't necessarily toxic masculinity versus like, you know, femininity. It was more just that, like appearances aren't really everything. Um, I think Saji, despite, you know, not really uh, in, like not really seeming to have control of his family or control of his life, he had the most meaningful relationships with his brothers. And despite like, you know, they went through issues, of course, that's kind of what the whole movie is about. The fact that they mended their issues and stood up for, stood up for Bobby in the end and kind of um, did what they had to, had to do to support him. But 
um, Shummy, like on the surface, he has all all things put together. He has a nice job. He has a nice house. He has a wife. Like he is, you know, they're they're all kind of having a comfortable life. But um, deep down, like he's insane. Like he he can snap at any moment. Um, and that's really the dichotomy that I saw. I don't I don't know. If, I guess toxic masculinity definitely plays into it. But um, I think. I think a couple times, I don't think Saji is, uh, he's, it's not like he's immune to that either. Neither is Bobby, to be honest. Cause like, you know, Saji at certain points is like, Oh, uh, you know, don't respect the, don't disrespect the father or something like that. And he also, he'll also like talking now to Frankie, like you're just a kid, like don't kind of, this is between me and Bobby's like, he's also displayed certain things. So that's why I, I'm not entirely sure. Like I, I think to- you can say it's to- toxic masculinity on both sides for Saji and Shami. Um, but also Bobby's like, Hey, I'm a man. Like if I want to kiss you, I get to kiss you to, to baby. So it's not like they're perfect either. Um, but- yeah. I mean, okay. So like Bobby, like, yeah, I'll agree with that because even he is sort of like in the beginning, him and Saji like fight a lot. Right. And they're like, I think the other brothers are to some extent, like a little bit ashamed of, of Saji because again, like, his role as, like, the oldest brother, like, in, like, as defined by societies to, like, provide for the family, and um, he's not uh, doing that, I guess, whereas, like, it it is, it is, I think, hypocritical, though, because, like, Bobby, Bobby himself, and, and Bonnie, and, like, and, like, both of them, they, they also don't have, don't, don't have jobs, like, they, they, they could also, like, bring it upon themselves to get a job and support the family but they don't see it as their responsibility which is why in the beginning they they do see like Saji as like a bit of a like they're a little disappointed in him but I think again like at the end they they sort of uh make amends and they they support like they come together to 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 support um Bobby in trying to save uh baby and the other girls from from Shami yeah I don't know. I just, uh, it's, I think the, it's, as you said, it's layered. And I think you can kind of take what you will out of, uh, out of the way that things are portrayed in this movie. So um, it's just, obviously it's really well done and obviously there's a lot to it. And um, I think, I think the characters more than anything, you know, apart from Shummy and his, you know, super cartoonish parts at the end, um, he's pretty realistic throughout, you know, um, the four brothers. so the four I, brothers I, I, are all extremely yeah. realistic. I thought they're realistic as people, and also their relationships with each other were extremely yeah, realistic. Very realistic, um, uh, realistically written characters, which is why, again, I said like this: this film is is very well written. There's a lot of layered themes uh, to it, um, which is again, like I mentioned this before, which is why I think it's very impressive that the director is able to add his own voice in on top of the already impressive like script, which he didn't write himself. He didn't write; it was written by someone else, uh, which is why like he he was technically like I guess a little bit of an outsider to the actual story in terms of um, adding his his own voice. Um, talking, going back to like Fad Fossil, I I just think his his performance is really good because again not including the last part um or i guess there's sort of like a transition so like in the beginning or even like the the first like two acts of the movie he's just a little bit off and you can always sense a little bit of aggression in his voice like there's always like some passive aggressiveness to, towards like characters like saji 
and and things like that and the thing is like with his performance like he's still like smiling but like the way that Fad Fossil like portrays it like there's just some like ticks in his eyes or something like that or he, he like he's just able to like manipulate his face like in just the most minute way but it makes such a big difference which yeah. I, I think is like super impressive into like just in terms of his acting performance I agree I think um by nature he has like he has like sort of big eyes and he has like they're like a, a, a interesting color too they're not like super bright or anything um but they're just like slightly lighter and i think it draws your attention to his eyes and so he can and he also is very expressive like incredibly expressive with his eyes i think you can yeah, usually yeah. tell what he's thinking and like how what he means just by looking at his eyes and and, and obviously like what he says but it's the true meaning kind of lies within the eyes and i think uh, there was an excellent youtube video i saw a couple days ago of how he's one of the few actors that really tells um tells tells the audience what he's thinking with his eyes so um he's yeah. he's definitely very very talented when it when it comes to that and i think um, yeah so so like going from that right like in the first two acts like he his 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 subtleties are able to make a big difference on the on the other side though i think it's also very impressive about like how how scary he's able to be in the in the last um in the climax of the movie because even then like he's not or like okay yeah he he's not like subtle in the in the same way right like he's like he's still he's he goes almost from like the subtlety to almost like this maximalism kind of so his emotions that are sort of um contained within him before finally finally come out like i guess he's always like he's on the verge of like exploding the entire movie and in the end he finally does and i think both sides of that like when speaking about the performance i think it would it would be very easy for him to be almost like caricaturish or like cartoonish in the end mm. but he still sells that maximalism like you can still believe that he actually is going crazy um like you don't want like like if another less talented actor were to do the same role right you could end up just laughing at him because right because like he could just not be doing a good performance and he you would just think it's very unrealistic but he manages to keep still keep it grounded despite that um large violent like maximalism uh in the ending sequence which i, yeah, I yeah. think is is very very impressive agreed it's uh it's pretty subtle the way he does the last uh the last part so i i yeah. totally i totally agree with that yeah and then and then the other performance i want to talk about of course is is saji like saji i think had me really emotional at certain points, like um, especially right after uh, his friend, like he tried to commit suicide and his, his friend saves him, but his friend ends up dying in, in the process of um, saving Saji because they're, he like basically like the roof collapses and he falls um, and, and dies. And that, like that whole sequence, like his reaction to that, and uh, him confronting uh, his friend, uh, what's his name, Vijay? Yeah, Vijay. Yeah, Vijay's uh, wife. His com- him confronting the wife. Um, that whole sequence to me is just uh, like that. That actually had me really emotional. Like he, he uh, Selvin Shahir, the actor who plays it. Um, it's a very different role for me to see him in because in older like i think this is one of the first few more dramatic roles that he's done at least from what i've seen before he was in movies like premam and 
I don't know if you've seen that. Like, that's also one of my favorite Malayalam movies. But he's, like, sort of a comedian um, in, in that uh, movie. Like, he, okay. he's just a very, like, he's just a comic relief character. Yeah. And I'm used to seeing him in, in roles like that, which is why it's even more impressive for me that he's able to pull this role off so well. Like, honestly, right. like, this has convinced me that he's one of the finest actors, like, that um, India has to offer. But being able to switch from... Uh, one realm of acting to another so seamlessly and so easily um, just really impressed me even more. Yeah, I, I think um, it's crazy to see, especially a, a comic actor do a really dramatic role. I think um, you see that with like like Steve Carell or something like that when, when he did, uh, what was it? Is that wrestling movie? Fox catcher, uh, Fox, yeah, yeah Fox yeah, catcher, yeah. or even like Adam Sandler and Uncut, yeah, Gems. and Uncut Gems, yeah, it's it's really like fascinating, and I think it's just really surprising to see a comic actor do that. But I think, frankly, like in order to be a comedic actor, you have to be a good actor, period, like a good comedic actor, yeah, because yeah, yeah. there's a lot of like the same things and nuances, yeah, yeah, same nuances, like like in comedy, basically all you're doing is subverting people's expectations. And so there's a lot of like there's all different kinds, right? Like there's um like there's like slapstick, pen, there's or, like yeah. yeah, there's slapstick, like physical comedy, uh, but all of those sort of require like basic, like in terms of basic acting skills, like they all are rooted down from the same thing. Like there's always physicality and performance. Like even when you're talking about right. Todd Fossil, like his performance is very it's subtle, but it's very it's... subtle, but there's still a physicality in it because being able to manipulate your like manipulate your emotions by just like even just like closing your eyes just like a millimeter more or just like right. raising your eyebrows just like just like just like a millimeter or something a tiny like that. bit it's a very it's a very like tiny difference but uh being able to control uh like your your emotions to that level is what makes someone a great actor and selvin shahir did a really good job of that like i truly believe that he was like the older brother to these other guys. Uh, yeah, I mean, this is the first time I'd I'd seen him in a movie. Like, I, I'm not I'm not really very familiar with Malayali Malayalam movies, so that's why um, I fully believed it. Like, I would have thought he was a hardcore, like either a villain or a, a dramatic actor through and through. So it's interesting to hear that he's actually like a, a comedic actor. As yeah, well. like all the all the struggles that his character goes through. Yeah. Um, like him, even just like the emotion of him being ashamed of himself, right? right. Like that, that whole thing just, um, he just did such a good job of, of uh, selling me on that. And yeah, and I also think, um, going back to your point on comedy, I think uh, when you say that there's a physicality to comedy and, and you know, there is a physicality to drama too, um, I think another thing to consider is that both of those things, like when a, when a, comedian or when a, an actor does a funny scene and when it comes to the actual filming it's not funny like they're gonna have been doing the scene like 10 times they're around with the entire crew and it's not funny in the moment but when they edit it together and when they splice everything together then it becomes funny and so it takes a lot to know what's gonna what the end product is gonna be like so it takes a lot of um pre yeah your performance changes too like because if it doesn't it may not look good in real life, but it'll look good on good camera. On camera. But, so, but like that's still a, it's very uh, mental, like a, I think. Yeah, that's still a level of like self awareness in terms of like your performance that great actors uh, know how to um, like carry themselves. emphasize their yeah emphasize their emotions in in front of the camera. 
yeah but what were you, what were you saying before that um yeah so no i like we've been talking about these two two uh actors but i still think like i don't have complaints with any of the other cast members like i think everyone did uh everyone I, did a great job i think, I think Anna these two ben, were definitely the the, they're the, the standouts. highlights they're the standouts yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no no not even just the standouts i think the folk like they those two probably got the most screen time i mean maybe maybe um bobby too with you know with uh with baby but i think um the these two are the real drivers of the story i think like the the thesis essentially like the thesis of the film lies comes from these those two characters because even even saji's shame comes from the fact that he he can't present the family as being respectable enough for bobby to be able to marry baby because shami rejects his proposal um uh, because like he doesn't think their family is respectable, and again, because if you're going back to those societal norms, like him as the eldest brother, it's his job to um, bring up the family and and present them as like good, <clears throat> good like contributing members to 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 society. So yeah, you're right. Those two characters are like I think they're the main like they present the main thesis of the film which is in my opinion sort of a a criticism of the like casual misogyny slash like like masculinity that pervades society um but again i think the other the other actors did really good like anna ben i like i think this was her first uh first movie she she played baby i thought she did a really good job especially for like a debut actress um like I don't think she she's acted in any other roles, so I think I think yeah. she's done a really good job. She's been in a few movies uh, since this one, which I've also seen. She like she those are also really good movies. So I think she's definitely like a rising star to to look out for in the Malayalam uh, cinema world. Um, she's but, really young. I mean, she's only twenty three, and she's twenty two yeah. when she acted in this movie. And yeah, and she's I, really believable. The other thing is, I wanna I want to. Uh, uh, just call some attention to, I guess, um, Bonnie's character. I think when we talk about physicality of acting, it, it, um, for Srinath Basi, who played Bonnie, uh, in terms of his performance, like it may just by virtue of how the character exists, maybe the most, uh, physical because he's, he's mute. He can't talk. And therefore all his emotions, or all his communications with other characters like have to be with his hands, like they have to be physical. And I think he did a good job of portraying that. And I thought the 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 love story between um, him and uh, and what was the girl's name? The American girl. I forget. Nyla. 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 Okay. Yeah. So the love story between him and Nyla was like um, just made a lot more special just because of like his his performance like even like just the just the scene like that we talked about before like when he takes her to to the river yeah it's still like this really emotional and beautiful scene despite the fact that there's absolutely no dialogue right yeah yeah that's i think just like the way that he carries himself throughout the entire movie i think i think he did a really good job again like i think everyone in this cast just just killed it like seriously one of the best like overall performances from a from a cast that I've, that I've seen in a while oh, made all the more impressive by the fact that there's some debut actors in there as well mm, agreed agreed um yeah I, I i think it was so i once again i watched it in parts i think um like I've, when i saw two and a half hours i was 
I was really? it was just excited. It was, it was when I long. saw when I saw it, I couldn't. I mean, I guess that's like up to personal preference at that point. Yeah, like, yeah, if yeah. you're okay with like slow burns. I personally like even I don't love slow burn movies. This is definitely a little bit of a slow burn, but I I, so. I couldn't I couldn't put it down. Like it was just yeah. so interesting from the get go for me. Just like everything yeah. that was going on, because it was still very dynamic. Just by having like just the fact that you have like four brothers means you have like four different characters Fair. to like focus on. So in terms of the way that the story is structured and like the editing between the parallel storylines. I think it's it was it was relatively dynamic in that sense, and because of that, it always it always kept my um, my interest in. Yeah, in so I I guess it, it's not it wasn't necessarily that it didn't keep my interest. I just happened to watch it in, in multiple parts, but I think um, I think, I think one you, thing if you my, can I, like to whoever's listening to this, if you can like try to watch it in one go, just because I think the emotional impact will be a lot yeah. more if you just watch it in one sitting. It is a little bit of a, a, a slow burn, but I still think it was is still very interesting throughout. Yeah, definitely. I, if you can watch it in one go, go ahead, because I definitely felt a little bit removed in, in certain areas. But um, what I was getting at was that I think everything, like everything was deliberate. I think every scene that happened was was kind of addressed. I, I never felt like there was anything left um, unresolved in the movie. And I think uh, you see that when, especially the one thing that jumps to my mind is fishing. I think the fact that like casting the fishing net and um, Saji, like the fact that Bobby is just like a naturally good fisher and he tries to yeah. do other jobs, see, but he really comes back to fishing. And see, so that, really that comes back in the end. And yeah, uh, yeah, I just thought yeah, like, wow. That's that's really really well done. I I love that. That's like a theme. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And again, I think the like we said before, like the just that whole fishing thing is like a part of the setting itself, and that's why like setting this thing in Kumbalangi, like choosing to set it in a fishing town, um, is what was a really smart decision. I think like the director did good did a good job of like doing uh like set, setting that up. Yeah, agreed. Um, yeah. Was there anything else that you wanted to add? Uh, no, I think, I think that's it. I think, um, this is definitely like one of the movie, like one of the best movies I've seen in a while. Like just in speaking about like the impact, like I, I, I saw it, a, I saw it a few days ago. Um, like, like, yeah, so I saw it a few days ago, but I think like, I'm still thinking about it, yeah, which, which just goes to show like a lot like how impactful this movie is because like I said it it deals with a lot of complex themes that are pervasive not just in Indian society but I think like even like we, we're in America so like I think those even exist in American society and maybe that's just human nature but maybe we need to change that uh, because this movie does a good job at, at like mocking or not mocking somewhat mocking I guess because of the end um but sort of holding a mirror to to us as a viewer like holding a mirror to us and and showing us like hey this this is how society is but maybe it's not um maybe it's not the right way maybe that needs to be changed and that that's like i i've still been thinking about that a lot like especially about like shami's character and and how like his just casual like uh misogyny like toxic that toxic masculinity like maybe i see that more often than than i even think about uh on a normal basis like this this movie has just stayed stayed with me and it's been a while since a movie actually has has done that to me like other movies i think they're great but then 
I don't, they're not on like repeat in my head. They're not, they're not always like, um, uh, creating like this internal like discussion, discussion right. within myself, which yeah. this movie did. So if that's just uh, an, an additional like recommendation, additional reason to see it, like, I just think that this is, this was a fantastic movie and it, it really stuck with me. It will probably like continue to stick with me for a while. Yeah, agreed. I think uh, definitely recommend. This is my first Malayali uh, movie. So it was definitely um, a new experience. I think um, it no, was. I didn't know it was your first one. Yeah, yeah, no. It was um, having come from, you know, I'm Telugu, so I've been used to, you know, Telugu movies all my life and more recently Hindi movies, Tamil movies. But this one was definitely uh, really, really unique. I think one thing that uh, was, that struck me was they, I guess just by nature, um, maybe it was the dialect or maybe it was like the region, but they speak very, very fast. And so um, yeah, as a that's, result... That's something that I found in... Again, my main uh, exposure to Malayalam is through these kind of movies. That's that's like one thing that I've I've found. Like even even my parents, like when I watch Malayalam movies with them, they kind of find that. Because like when I watch like a Telugu movie, like I don't speak Telugu. Super right? but slow. When I watch a Telugu, like I can... I Like after watching as many as I have now, like I can start to understand a few words because I can sort of make them out like when they when they talk. Um, but with Malayalam, yeah, it's really it's really hard for me to do that. You'll go to you'll go to certain regions where in you know they still speak like rapid fire Telugu, but in movies it tends to be very like slow dramatic phrases where you know things are said for effect. But here, because um because things were so realistic, they they spoke very very fast, and at that meant the subtitles flashed uh, really fast too. Um, on, on, you know, through Amazon. So I kind of had to pause a couple times and, and, you know, rewatch certain scenes just because it just flashed too fast and things were going rapid fire and I didn't want to miss anything. So that's just one thing to be aware of if you are watching this movie or watching a Malayalam movie for the first time. And it's something that I kind of encountered. I think it just goes to show like, it's very, very realistic and that's why it's so rapid fire. It's not really as dramatized um, unnecessarily yeah yeah for sure um if you haven't seen any Malayalam f- films like one great place to start is just watch all of uh, Fossil's movies just cause <laughs> he, yeah. he's such a good actor like every single movie that he, he's in just kills it there's this movie that came out earlier this year called Trance mm-hmm. and that so that movie so if this movie is him giving a very subtle performance that movie is him like to the max like he's giving the most like um extravagant and maximalist like performance and like i said like both a subtlety and maximalism are really hard to pull off and he kills in that role too like that that's also it it was pretty long that might be my only complaint um but just in terms of watching him go like i felt watching that movie i felt the same way i did when i was watching uh joker like just i was Mm. just in awe regardless of the movie like i was just in awe of the actual performance um, and then there's, there's like plenty of other movies that, that he was in that, um, I love like Mahishinte Patikaram, uh, um, Nyan was a really funny movie. Just, yeah, honestly, just go back and watch all of his movies if you want to get a start with a uh, good, good Malayalam cinema, but yeah, definitely. Um, again, like, like I said in the beginning, I think right now in terms of pure content, um, uh, Malayalam cinema is the best industry in India, uh, by far, at least, at least from what I've seen um like definitely better at least on average than a lot of like hindi movies and even a lot of like Telugu and Tamil movies so like i i generally enjoy 
um, a lot of a lot of Malayalam movies. So this is definitely a fantastic one to start with. So because it's one of my not even favorite Malayalam movies, but like maybe even one of my like favorite movies now, just because of, of how how good I thought it was. So um, yeah, I think that's all I have to say about it. Um, if you you can hit us up on Instagram or Facebook if you have any other thoughts after watching it. But um, definitely check this one out. It's on Amazon Prime. Um, and you're just going to be blown away after you see it.